This is a HeadGum Podcast. into this special Black Girl Nerds podcast episode from San Diego Comic-Con. Over at San Diego, we had the chance to interview some of the biggest and brightest stars of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This includes stars from Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, and the director of Infinity War. So, the following includes Letitia Wright as Shuri, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, Joe Russo, one half of the Russo brothers, director of Infinity War, Winston Duke, who plays Mumbaku, Taika Wachiti, who is the director of Thor Ragnarok, Tessa Thompson, who plays Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok, and Lapita Nyong'o, who plays Nakia on Black Panther, and finally, director Ryan Coogler of Black Panther. So sit back, relax, enjoy! episode this star-studded marvel cinematic universe san diego comic-con episode of the black girl nerds podcast (laughs) hi jamie from black girl nerds so, I mean, Shuri is the ultimate black girl nerd because you are technologically advanced, you're a leader. Can you tell us a little bit more about Shuri? Because I understand that she has a pretty prominent role in this film. Yes. Um, Shuri is the younger sister of T'Challa. She's also a part of, you know, the royal family next in line to the throne, you know, and she's just someone who's very innovative, very um, open-minded and wants to help push her country, you know, Wakanda forward um, by using technology, by working with Vibranium in a way that can be able to, you know, protect them and and, and create weaponry and and also just to create devices that were, were never been seen before. So she plays a really dope, amazing role in this film. So tell me a little bit more about like your leadership style with this particular character because ultimately Shuri becomes the Black Panther in the comics. So um, do we see more of that leadership role happening in this film? Um, I think more of the leadership role for this movie is 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 for you know King T'Challa, and um, and I think that Shuri Shuri's place of leadership right now is um, in terms of technology, in terms of you know. You know, uh, creating things that can be able to help her brother when he goes out onto his missions, and and you know, and helping to protect the border of her country. So that's a great place to be a leader to train and know what you're doing. You know, you you have to start from the bottom up. You know, so I love that. That's the place that Shuri's at. 
Social media is so hyped over this movie. I mean, Black Panther So Lit is trending on Twitter every time something is released from the film. Um, have you seen any of the responses on social media about this film? Yeah, I saw a bunch of them on Twitter, like people like planning what they're going to wear, planning who they're going to go with, how they're going to show up to the cinemas, um, what food they're going to take. I love it. And it just... There was just a sense of unity on the on the social media websites, and I just hope that really becomes a reality that people do grab their moms and their grandmas and their dads, their friends, their cousins, and go to the cinema February 16th and and and, and kill it at the at the cinema and you know watch it. So it people brings- already have plans to cosplay as your character. Oh yeah, <laughs> so that's gonna be freaky. I'm like, sure, 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 sure. So yeah, man, have fun. Like it's a great thing. So I'm excited to see it oh, next year's Comic Con. I want to see at least two Shuri's. You'll see at least 20, (laughs) maybe more. More Shuri's, that would be great. Thank you so much for talking to us. Hey, Jamie with Black Girl Nerds. (laughs) Good, good. Um, So, yeah, first of all, tell us about the physicality of T'Challa in this role. Like, did you do all of your own stunts? Tell us a little bit about that. I do as much as they allow me to do. Like if it, if it's if it's an insurance, you know, problem, if it's a liability, and I can't do it, you know, and there are great people that we have that that do that stuff. But I do as much as I love. I love doing the stunts. I have uh, a cool people that that I work with and um, train with. So I'm I'm prepared to do, you know, to have fun on set and to work hard on set and slave and working. <laughs> Get hurt. You're a king. You're not supposed to be working. What are you talking about? Nah, nah. But he's but he's also you know he's the panther, so he has to protect Wakanda. So yeah, like I I enjoy that very much, but it's no way I could do all of it. There's a lot of villains in this film. I mean, we're dealing with um, Mumbaku, we're dealing with Claw, Killmonger. Tell us a little bit about that. Like, is there a lot of heaviness when you're preparing for this role, playing against all of these adversarial characters? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's, it's, you're dealing with unrest. Anytime you have a new ruler, uh, even in our own country, that what you see when we have a new president is you see the two parties trying to. Uh, trying to find peace, trying to, uh, you know, once somebody is elected, you know, the other side doesn't, doesn't, ha- doesn't go and say, well, I should be president because, you know, in order for, in order for the republic to stay in, in place, you have to submit to the, to, to the decision. That's not what happens in this movie, you know what I'm saying? So, um, it's definitely you know, unrest in Wakanda and unrest in his spirit and it's also unrest in terms of how he should deal with that because you know, he's only watched his father be king he hasn't done it himself So, okay. Last question I've asked you this twice already the Black Panther Silhouette hashtag are you following it? What do you think about it? I don't follow it I don't follow it. Why? Why? I mean, why would I? You know, I don't, you know, I don't I don't look at, you know, all the tweets and I look at some of them, but I definitely don't follow it, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, it's great that it exists because we wanted to be so lit, but it's not really for me to follow. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You're actually over here.
Yep. Hi, Hi, Jamie from Black Girl Nerds. Hi, how are you? <laughs> good, how are you? Good, very good. So how excited are you for just seeing all of this come together? I mean, you are working on Infinity War, and Civil War was so huge for us. Uh, tell us a little bit about more about what you think of what's happening now with these films. Well, I mean, this is the f- it, it's incredible fun for us. I'm a comic book nerd myself. Uh, grew up collecting comic books, so to be able to be... You know, the two guys sitting in the chair on these unprecedented films, these sort of once-in-a-lifetime events, uh, with characters that I grew up with who had a huge emotional impact on me as a child, it's, it's stunning. I have to pinch myself sometimes. And then to be able to share the footage at D23 and here at Comic-Con and see that response from the audience, it really, it's just, uh, you know, it gave me chills. Do you still actively read comics as you're, you know, writing more of these films and preparing and doing your research? Absolutely. I always want to stay in touch with what's going on in comics. You know, I started collecting in the uh, late 80s and then through the 90s, and so I watched as sort of the, you know, the golden age and silver age of comics were slowly converted and and deconstructed and turned into postmodern books and uh, independent books. I collected a lot of independent comics as a kid as well but also just to see heroes reinvented. Uh, and it was in the 80s and the 90s when they started to reinvent heroes. And that's, that's, what, that's where my heart lies. And I like a deconstructing heroes and pulling the myths apart and putting them back together again and surprising people with those choices. Well, we expect a lot of surprises in Infinity War. Great, you should, because there are, there are a few. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. Of course, thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Awesome. Take care. Thank Bye. You. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm perfect. My name is Jamie with Black Girl Nerds. Hello, Black Girl Nerds. Winston Duke. Winston, so you're playing Mumbaku. Can you tell our listeners and our viewers about this character? Well, Mbaku is the charismatic young leader of the Jabari tribe, one of Wakanda's main tribes and they are deeply traditional, so much so that they have kind of removed themselves from Wakandan mainstream culture, and they don't believe in the importance of vibranium, which puts them at odds politically. They also pray to the gorilla god, um, which is different than the panther god that, you know, T'Chaka, T'Challa, the panther tribe, all these other people uh, pray to. So there's just a lot of things that can put them at odds. Yeah. yeah. I know there's been some changes to this character and the uh, movie adaptation. Did you read any of the comic books while researching this? I did. I read a lot of the comic books and it, you know, that question leads me into just how welcoming this culture, this comic book culture is because the local I went I went to just like try to find some things and the local comic book store guy literally pulled every time my character made an appearance in any comic book yeah and put them on the table and said hey read these so yeah any particular runs that were your favorite well um because i know that this film is being largely influenced by the priest the priest ones were really great um could you remind who's the he's the head of bet what's his name uh reginald hudland the reginald hudland ones were so good and cinematic like the approach to them were really cinematic so it actually gave me really good insight into the pride that wakandans had for their culture um because he focused on that a lot even though he chose not to include a certain M'Baku yeah. in the run, but it was still great. 
Now, you're, you know, there's other villains in this film. You're not the only one. We're dealing with Killmonger and we're dealing with Claw. So, did you get together with any of the actors and kind of <laughs> huddle together and figure out how you guys are going to be like these really strong adversaries? Well, I think you're going to have to wait and see how <laughs> everything turns out to know if anything happened like that. Yeah. 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 But it's really fun. Were you, did you, were you able to see the preview? No, no. We've been here in the press line. So tell us what we missed. Uh, I can't tell you, but it's worth it. And it would, yeah. I think I would be doing you a disservice if I told you anything. Yeah. It's that good. Yeah. It's yeah. that good. A lot of people were really psyched of your concept art, the photo of you um, from the Entertainment Weekly article. Uh, what do you think about how fans have reacted to this, just the visceral reaction of seeing you and all the other cast members in this? I, I just feel the depiction of the photo was a person of strength, a person of character. Um, it seemed to have a lot of great meaning, and I think people responded to that. And people have been craving, you know, seeing themselves represented and I'm glad that I could be a person that helps in that conversation. Yeah. 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 I mean there's even conversations about all black screenings of Black Panther. I mean what the do you think about that? The more screenings the better. Yeah. The more screenings the better. Um, I think that this movie is going to mean a lot to a lot of people and as many eyes and lenses that can behold all the work that we've put in the better. You know? Yeah, watch it 10 times. Absolutely, we plan to. Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> hey, Taika, well, Jamie with Black Girl Nerds. So, talk. Yes. Hi, Black Girl Nerds. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about Thor Ragnarok because, look, this is a brighter, more funnier, colorful film than we've seen from the previous Thor movies. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's it. You, you nailed it. It's uh, and that's what I wanted to do when I first came in. I wanted to make something bold, fresh, new, just really that, and bright and colourful. Something that you know, yeah, Dark World was it's a brooding kind of like you know, um, you know, more of a drama. Um, and the first Thor I loved as well, but it's, you know, like they're very different to this one. And I thought if I was going to come into the third film in a franchise, it's got to be different. It's got to be so different. I've got to, you know, I've got to step up my game, but also like I want to change it and like, and basically just no holds barred on like the kind of things I want to put in this film. We we ran headfirst into doing, you know, using Jack Kirby's um, influence, okay. um, yeah, for all of our design. Yeah, a lot of colorful art in Jack Kirby's. Yeah, a lot of colorful art, great lines, and you know, bold. It's being bold, you know, and and we have unapologetically just like made this a giant space opera. You know? Something else I've noticed is there's some haircuts going on in this movie. I mean, oh, Thor yeah. obviously yeah. has a haircut, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then also Hulk has a haircut, I've noticed. Was that something that was like a creative liberty that you took, or tell us a little bit about that? Um, Hulk has had a haircut. I just, um, well, look, look at me. I'm obviously um, an icon of, um, an international icon of fashion and trend setting and, um, I'll, I'll be honest. Mark's haircuts in the other movies. He needed a haircut. We needed to give him a haircut. There was there was not some trendy haircut uh, action going on in um, in the Avengers movies. So um, and also because he's been on Sakaar and everyone gets processed, you know, in Sakaar. Yeah. You know, so Thor's lost his hair when he becomes a gladiator. 
same thing happened to Hulk probably and uh, that's how I just I never really thought too much about why why, why Banner has a haircut um, right. I mean why Hulk has a haircut actually right right tell us a little bit about the special effects is there um, a lot of CGI or more practical effects in this one a lot of CGI yeah it's um we've actually um, well because we a, a lot of the film happens on uh, Jeff Goldblum's planet Sakaar um, you know, we, we did we built a lot of sets, but like the, to extend all of that stuff and show the world and show like you know this um and show the, the oh, and also those Kirby patterns and all that all that stuff. We needed to run into you know doing a lot of blue screen work and but, and then just seeing like the trailer today and seeing whenever whenever those VFX shots come in, God, it's so amazing. And so you know, I still get blown away because I'm like, man, I remember filming this and. We're all looking at like, oh, stare at that tennis ball and uh, imagine that's a dragon or something, you know, and, right, and right, then that stuff it. comes in, you know, like, oh, it actually looks so real and so cool. So, um, yeah, so it, it, there's, it's very effects heavy, um, but luckily we're working with the best in the business and uh, everything's going to look amazing. It looks like a lot of fun. Thank you, Tyker, for talking yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the is always that she's actually strong, you know, right. that she's... She, she has might emotionally or she's strong physically and I think what I mean by a strong female character is that she's she's dynamic, that she's complex. She doesn't actually have to be strong. Valkyrie happens to be, so that's a plus. Um, so I love to play a character like that and also to play a character that has her own agency. You know, she, Thor is a fangirl of hers. She could kind of care less about him when they first meet and they develop a relationship eventually. But So I thought that was so exciting. And then to be a part of this company, I mean, the most incredible actors, like, are you kidding? Lupita and, and Chadwick and Mar like, so the idea that in this next Next phase, these actors get to all converge in some way, and that the, and that the the universe on on the big screen and the small screen can hang out together somehow. I mean, that's that was the most exciting thing to me about joining this universe is that I get to play with some folks, and so that would be if I could work with Simone, I would. <laughs> and also, obviously, you you guys know because you talk about this all the time in your work is is ideas of representation. And the truth is, I don't I don't assume that I could represent all black women or women of color. And so the idea of getting to work alongside folks that that represent pockets that I don't, and for us to be involved in that conversation together is that would be a dream come true for me. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Lupita, Black, Jamie from Black Girl Nerds. So, tell us about your character. I know that you've described her in the past as like a war dog. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so war dog is the Wakandan technical term for an undercover spy who goes around the world and um, infiltrates other places and informs Wakanda what's going back on to keep Wakanda on top. Yes, yeah. And I know that your character um, goes through some transitions and also there's a lot of interesting uh, collaboration between your character and Okoye's character. Can you tell us about that? Because in the priest run, Okoye and Nakia are kind of like, you know, these spelty women and, and it's sort of like they're servants to T'Challa. But now it's seems like they're kind of on the same level, like peer-wise. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, I think Chichala is still definitely the king. and uh, But I think what Ryan was interested in doing and the creative team behind this was like giving a three-dimensionality to the women and giving them their own agency and their own skills and their own intelligences and, and points of view and offering different skills to, to do the job of protecting a nation that wants to keep itself secret. And so 
Okoye's character gets a little more meat on her bones, and so does Nakia. Right. Well, thank you so much for talking to Black Girl Nerds. Bye. Ryan, Jamie from Black Girl Nerds. I know, it's been a long time since the meetup and us being on a panel together. So you're directing Black Panther. Yeah, trying to at least. Yeah. yeah. So how much creative input did you have in the beginning of this story when you created it and then towards the end? I mean, yeah, t I mean, tons, man. Like, I mean, it was it was really, you know, it was really a, a, a I already know how to answer that question because I feel like I had as, as much creative input on this one as I've had on all, on everything I've ever worked on. You know, um, obviously it's in collaboration with, with you know, with, 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 the, with the studio who has this interconnected universe and but, but I mean those those folks, those guys and, and guys and gals are great. You know what I mean? Working with Nate Moore, who's who, who's, who's incredible, who had kind of been shepherding him, Black Panther along. You know what I mean? And, and, and I mean it's been it's been really been really amazing. But I've had you know I've had as, as, as much as I've had on anything else. I might. What I really admire about your work is the roles of the women that you have, like behind the camera, in front of the camera. How important is that for you as a director? I mean, it's everything, man. I mean, I, I, you know, you, you try to get you try to take creative inspiration from life. And that's how life was for me, you know, like the, 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 the women that were in my life and the women that I came up around, you know, had an incredible influence on me and who I, you know, who I, who, who I am, you know, and, and, my, and who I, you know, how I go about my days currently, you know what I'm saying? So in T'Challa in the books, is no, it's no different. You know, he's surrounded by these incredibly strong, incredibly strong women. Wakanda is kind of, you know, um, you know, based on a lot of, you know, Af African societies. And if you, if you, you know, you, if you look at that and do the research on that, that's how I always work in general, you know, um, so... You know, it's, 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 you know, that part of the film is super, super important. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Brodnax. Various episodes are edited by Jamie Brodnax, M.R. Daniel, and John Bauer. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Spotify. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>